Entrepreneur MBA podcast purpose is to help existing business owners grow their companies past the $10 million in revenue per year benchmark. Here is your host, Stephen Halasnik. Welcome, everyone. My name is Stephen Halasnik, and I am co-founder of Financing Solutions. Financing Solutions provides easy-to-set-up lines of credit for small businesses, and I will be your host today for the Entrepreneur MBA podcast. If you are interested in learning more about a business line of credit for your company, please visit fscreditline.com. That's FS as in Financing Solutions creditline.com. Over the last 25 years, I have built six companies in the $5 million to $25 million range, including two companies on the Inc. 500 fastest growing companies in the United States. I love learning from people with business experience. And today I am excited to be speaking with John Horn from Stub Group. John is the CEO of Stub Group, a digital advertising agency and premier Google partner, ranked by Google in the top 1% of all Google partners worldwide for performance and customer care. John lives and breathes PPC from campaign types, bidding strategies, and keyword structured to converting more leads, increasing e-commerce sales, and growing revenue. John brings actionable tips for how you can implement the secrets of their success into your own advertising campaigns. He has also taught digital advertising to over 90,000 students online. John, welcome to today's Entrepreneur MBA podcast. Stephen, thank you so much for having me. So it's a good topic today. Anybody who listens to me a lot on the podcast knows that I'm a big believer in uh, uh, Google, <laughs> uh, more SEO than PPC. Um, but today's topic is navigating the PPC land, advertising landscape for small businesses. And for those of you who don't know what PPC is, it's paid per click. So uh, within Google, there is natural searches, which are you know basically unpaid. But you can also pay to get your keywords up on Google, and that's called PPC. It's also called at search engine marketing as well, SEM. So today we're going to focus on the PPC part. I do have a lot of experience in that myself, so it should be a great conversation. I love when I bring my guests on where I can get to learn something because that's why I do this part of the reason. So, John, how has the PPC campaign changed in the last 15, 20 years with Google? Yeah, there have been massive, massive changes over time. So kind of going back to the early days starting out, it was very much uh, a free for all and very keyword based. So you would come up with these, these massive lists of keywords, think through any way that somebody might search for something or misspell it and kind of try and get a, a competitive edge over who you're going after. And you'd have, you know, really cheap, cheap cost per clicks tons of available traffic and so forth. And over time, the market has definitely matured in terms of many, many additional competitors coming into the space. Everybody at this point, pretty much who is trying to be successful online, trying to get traffic to their website, has either tested out Google Ads or is running Google Ads right now. And so that has obviously impacted costs where you know the days of five cent clicks are no more <laughs> in most of the time, especially if we're talking about search campaigns. And uh, but at the same time, Google has also invested tons and tons of effort into automation 
and into giving tools to advertisers to be able to make the most relevant advertisements possible and find the right people with their ads. And so we've seen automation play more and more of a role, less of those massive keyword lists and more of really strategic thinking on the part of marketers and advertisers and figuring out, okay, well, what, what's the right, who are the right people to target? What's the right message? What different messaging should we have for different types of queries, different places in the, uh, in the search funnel? And then, you know, how do you leverage all the automation available from Google to best make that successful for your business? Yeah, I, it's been interesting. I, I have been on and off again with PPC for 15 years longer. And it's been interesting. Well, like I recently went off for a while and then I came back on, uh, you know, there's a couple things, the observations I had made um, coming back on to PPC. And that was um, one, I used to love it when Google had a, a, a 800 number I could call at any time and get a question answered and they don't have that anymore. And that sucks. Um, I did get assigned an account manager and he was good. Um, but the thing that I noticed was it was really automated. Like it wasn't like you said, like I had to get, you know, put in all these keywords and look for misspellings because, you know, whatever, you know, look for these hundreds and hundreds and thousands of keywords and just, it was really automated. Like, and he kind of selected a button for me to have Google maximize my campaign. Let's just say it that way to keep it simple. And then after a month, it kind of, you know, we looked at it to refine it, but honestly, I didn't need to refine it. You know, Uh, by the way, at the end of the day, it, it it didn't work that well for us. Mm. Right. And I'll tell you, it was a funny story. When I started financing solutions with my business partner 11 years ago, we turned on our a PPC campaign and for the six months we were like, oh my God, this, we found gold. Mm-hmm. It worked so well. It was so cheap. Our conversions were unbelievable. We're like, this is great. We can turn it on. We can turn it off. You know, we have too much money out. We, you know, we could just shut it off. And then six months later, everybody else in our industry found out about it. And they, it drove the price up so that it was unattainable. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, And then again, I, you know, I forget that it doesn't work and I say, okay, let's try it again. You know, and then I kind of pull back out of it and, you know, I, I measure it. It doesn't work, you know, so it's, it's, it's a challenge. So, so as you know, like uh, the PPC we're talking about right now, um, we're talking about for small businesses, you know, so we're, you know, under $5 million in revenue, right? Um, you, are you still a proponent of somebody? What, where do you think somebody has to spend in order to bring on a consultant to do the PPC work? I think it's really a question of what success looks like for a business and what's the value of the potential traffic or customers they're driving. So I don't really look at it as much in terms of budget. For example, we've got clients who maybe they're targeting a very small niche. There's not much traffic out there, but they're super valuable customers, the ones that they can find. And maybe they can only spend you know, $500 a month, $1,000 a oh, month that's low. on traffic, Jeez. which is super low. Yeah. But you know, if, if one of those few clients that comes in could be 
$10,000, $100,000 deal for them. Well, it makes sense for them to pay an agency or consultant or whatever, you know, whatever their fee is to make sure that they're getting every single one of those leads possible. Yeah. Whereas, you know, it could be a, a company that um, is spending a lot more than that. Um, and yet, you know, the margins really aren't there to go out and hire someone you know, full time, certainly to be an expert in house, you know, maybe they can get some freelance help. It just really, really depends upon your margins, your goals and what's available. Um, but what I will say, and hey, I'm biased because obviously people hire us to, to help yeah. them with their advertising. But even with that bias, I, I like to compare it to, you know, are you going to hire an accountant to do your taxes? You're going to do your taxes yourself. Well, you'll save money. You do your taxes yourself. But especially if you're in a little more of a complicated situation, you might actually end up saving way more money on your taxes if you work with someone who knows what they're doing, or you might avoid an IRS audit or, you know, whatever the, the case may be. And that analogy is the case in you know, most verticals where you've got experts or you can do DIY. There's a, there's a trade-off between cost, upfront cost, and that potential lost revenue or wasted ad spend down the road. So tell me the top things that you would recommend a business owner. Like, talk to me. I'm, a, I'm either new to PPC or I'm doing PPC right now. Tell mm -hmm. me some of the top things that you would recommend um, what, 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 what you would say to somebody? One of the top things is actually what you already mentioned earlier when you said you, you measure to see how well your campaign is doing. So many businesses will come to us and they don't have a clue how yeah. well their ads are going. They've got this gut sense of, oh, it's great or, oh, it's terrible or whatever, but they have no idea which parts of their campaigns are working, what their return on ad spend is or their cost per lead. And often they don't even have goals. They can't say, hey, here's what a profitable lead looks like to us, or here's what we can spend to acquire a new client. And so often early on in our relationships with clients, it's an educational process of working with them to figure out their numbers, figure out what makes sense, and also figure out what's, what's realistic in the marketplace to say, hey, you, you can potentially see this type of performance, or hey, you know, this is pie in the sky, you're never going to get you know, a lead for 50 cents, that kind of thing. So, A, it's, it's you know, um, identify what are, your, what are your goals based upon your actual business metrics? What does success look like to you as a small business? And then B, figuring out how are you going to track um, as accurately as possible what that looks like. And there's a lot yeah. of opportunities to do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm 95% I'm of my job is marketing. So uh, I, I'm all about measuring. And, you know, if you can't track it, then you can't measure it. So, uh, or if you can't measure it, can you? Well, yeah, I guess they're both true. Um, well, the the adage is, if you can't measure something, you can't manage it. That's the yes. that's the adage, right? So, like, just for our listeners to know what we do here, financing solutions, we have uh, a uni unique URL that we use for um, Google. Uh, we have conversion tracking on in Google, but that does not really that big a deal to us, really, honestly. So we when that person comes in through uh, our PPC campaign, um, Google paid for search, uh, it flows into our CRM system. And in our CRM system, it tell it, we know that it came from SEO, we know it came from PPC, or one of the other million, whatever, advertising aid, uh, campaigns we have going on. So and then and then we know, uh, okay, we spent $1,000 and we got this client and this client makes this much money from us. 
And so we can turn back and say, was it a good return on our investment? And the only other thing that some people will do a PPC campaign for is for, I don't think small businesses, this is good for you, but branding. Now, the only other thing I would say, you know, there is a, um, there is a capability, uh, there is a, people might call you, not through Google, but call you because they've seen your name a number of times. You know, the, the other big value is also something, you know, uh, I don't know if it's still called this. I, I call it redisplay, mm-hmm. where, you know, someone has come to your website already and then they, your ad keeps popping up on the display part of a browser. And so you're, you know, building awareness. Maybe people come back later because they've seen you three, four, five times, or you hit them at the exact right moment. Um, so that's, that's, you know, that's a big value. And other thing about redisplay, it's very inexpensive. So it's, it's not expensive at all. And um, so, but it, you know, I've managed just myself for, for years and, you know, my ad spend for PPC just is not big enough for me to have a consultant. And I've learned a lot about PPC. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, unfortunately, the amount of money I waste probably does not make it up for me to bring on a consultant like John. And, sure. you know, uh, we, our lead sources have not been that successful from PPC. You know, yeah, does it pay for itself? Yes. But it's just not that big of a um, a lead source for us. We have other better lead sources. Um, all right. So, what what would you say the second most important thing is that you would recommend to small businesses? Yeah, I think the the second most important thing would be don't always take Google's word for what the best practices are in your accounts. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> um, rough. Yeah, you know, Google. Look, they're they're trying to do the best. They're trying to do what's right. They're also trying to make as much money as possible. So there are you know competing incentives there certainly. But they have a lot of DIY tools that they've built out to make it as easy as possible for small businesses to have no idea really what they're doing. In the platform to just jump in, click a few buttons, and get off to the races. And that's good in that it's breaking down the barrier of entry, so that it's easy for anyone to go create an account and start doing stuff. But it's also dangerous in that it's really easy to waste money on Google especially when you don't know what you're doing. You're just doing some DIY stuff and you know the, the system is, is only going to be so good at identifying for you who your target audience is or what you should be paying per click or so forth. And so I'll see a lot of small businesses who will try out Google Ads, for example, and say, oh, it just it doesn't work. It doesn't work well for us. And it didn't work well for them, but they didn't necessarily really prove the concept because they weren't they didn't know what they were doing. They weren't working with someone who could really structure successful campaigns. Um, so I'm not going to say, you know, don't try it. Don't do, do, a, do DIY because sometimes that can work very well. But if you're analyzing Google ads to see, hey, is it a good source of, of profitable traffic for my business or not? And you're only basing that analysis upon some DIY campaigns you ran yourself. You know, just, just be aware that there might be stuff that, out there that, that you're missing. And um, that it might be worth, you know, working with an expert to prove concept before you make a final decision one way or the other. Is there a minimum amount of uh, so ad spend that someone's spending in PPC that were before you'll get involved? Not specifically. Again, it really comes down to is, is, a, is a company, is a client spending enough to 
make a difference in their space. So for some companies, you might say, hey, unless you're spending at least $10,000 per month, you know, in your in your market, it's so crowded, you're gonna have to, to yeah. really make a make a difference. It doesn't make sense. Other places, you know, say it's a really small local business, they're trying to go after a very small area, 500,000 bucks a month, that might actually work. Not 500,000. Not 500,000, no, 500 Five, or 1,000. <laughs> a 500 or 1,000, yeah. Sorry. Exactly. Misunderstood yeah. that. Um, yeah, like my space financing is the third most expensive. This is what I heard. Third most expensive space. Number one is um, injury lawyers. Yes. <laughs> number two is life insurance. Mm-hmm. And number three is uh, finance, financing, business financing. So, you know, my space is super duper expensive. Uh, right. I mean, if you're in a local market, boy, it's, that's a compelling reason. You know, plus uh, probably a, not a lot of people or your competitors are not using PPC that much, right? You have right. an advantage if you have a quote unquote unsophisticated, uh, I, that's a bad word. What's what's a better word for unsophisticated business? Um, like if you're, you know, if you're a landscaper, right? That's not unimportant yeah. to say, you know, a, a, simpl- a simpler yeah, business. Yeah, not as typically, you know, technologically oriented, yeah. typically more just, you know. Yeah. In the the older days of advertising or yeah. working with things. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, okay. So number one, we said is measure, 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 measure. Right. Number two is, um, was, uh, don't, don't jump super you. into it. Right. Learn a little bit, walk a little bit before you run. Um, so, uh, and, and, and I'll, I'll echo that too is, um, you should know a little bit. Don't, I really would never leave it up. I've had this experience. Don't leave it up to your consultant to handle everything. And I mean, what I mean by that is learn. You got to learn about PPC because you can really be of value to your um, uh, your consultant. Uh, like, so I'll, I'll give you an example. Like, um. You know, like with, I'm trying to think of some keywords that my consultants would have liked. And then I saw them and I'm like, no, that these are really bad keywords. So the most obvious one I can think of is, um, you know, when they, when someone goes after business uh, lines of credit mm-hmm. and there's business lines of credit and there's personal lines of credit and we provide business lines of credit. So you, I, I don't want them going after anything having to do with not having the word their business. Right. All right. Because then I get people clicking on the ads, which they we had charge. And the way I look at it, I say is how can I stop people from clicking on my ad? Because if I can stop them from clicking on my ad, the people who do click on my ad are quality people. Um, exactly. Yeah. That, that's just the way I look at it. I, I, I don't know if, you know, if that's the right way to do it or not. Yeah, it's really about, it's all about targeting. It's getting in front of the right people with the right message. It's not about maximizing total you know, eyeballs on your ads or clicks because there's zero value in you in getting ads in front of people who aren't relevant to your business. So like you said, it's about qualifying traffic and especially because in the pay-per-click model, which is Google and Facebook and so forth, every time someone clicks on your ad, you're paying money. So you really want those people clicking on your ads to be the right people that you then have a chance to, to convert. You know, I'm going to ask this question now because it's on my mind. It's been on my mind. It's, it's amazing. The like, like, uh, 
you know, the SEO market, John, I mean, if you're an SEO company, it's like, when is it going to end? <laughs> you know, in other words, is the industry has been so strong for so many uh, years. The in agencies out there have all done well. I have friends who own agencies and they've done really well. When do you think Google's going to get overtaken? That is the, uh, the billion dollar question for sure. It's one of those things where I mean, there's nothing on the marketplace right now where I could say, yeah, they're really threatening Google. I mean, you've got Microsoft, which used to be called Bing. They're the next biggest search engine after Google. But I, I don't see them overtaking Google no. any, anytime soon. You've got other well, actually, the biggest. Ones. So listen yeah. to this. The biggest search engine, I used to do this uh, with some, some guests. But the so uh, up to a, a year ago, the biggest search engine after Google was YouTube. Exactly. That was the second biggest. Mm. Guess who now is bigger than Google? Um, I don't know. TikTok. Oh, as a search engine, that that makes sense. Yeah. Now I think they're bigger than TikTok. I mean, I think TikTok's bigger than Google Search. I don't, or uh, I, or maybe TikTok is bigger than YouTube. I remember seeing that uh, TikTok had surpassed like the total number of, of visitors. Um, to, you know, to TikTok compared to Google and I think to YouTube as well. Oh, okay. So it does go TikTok, Google. So that's, you know, that's, you know, just, uh, just to be clear to all our listeners, Google's number one mission is to give the, the searcher the right answer on the very first time. And they're going to give you credibility if your website does that. So if in PPC or in uh, SEO, if someone comes to your website and gets their answer and doesn't look anymore for another inquiry, you are gonna be ranked really well with Google, right? Yeah. But if you, if someone looks, to, to one's a query and they have to keep looking, then you're going to, they're not going to like your website as much. Right. So, I mean, it gives you a little insight as to how important you, you portray what your keyword, it's not a good idea to trick people. Right. Because Google's going to penalize you for that. Right. Yeah. What were you going to say, John? Yeah, no, just hundred percent agreeing with you. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> yep, 100% agreeing with you there. And that uh, Google also is really good at figuring out if you're trying to trick people. You know, they're looking to see even, for example, how quickly are people coming back to the search engine page after visiting your website? So if you're tricking people to get to your website and then they realize, oh, this is not the content that I was promised or what I was expecting or the answer to my question and boom, they're clicking back. Well, Google sees that and they start seeing, well, this is not valuable content to someone and that, you know, that impacts your rankings, impacts your, your landing page experience. So really, yeah, it's about, about being helpful to people because Google, they're trying to maximize as much money as they can make, but the way they're doing that is by being as relevant and as helpful to users as possible. And so that's why, 
they are trying, even on the advertising side of things, to have the ads be as relevant to people as possible. You know, they, they could take the billboard approach of whoever pays the most money gets a spot there. And you search to buy an umbrella and you see a Geico ad, for example. And they could probably make a lot of money doing that. But they don't want to do that because ultimately people will continue using Google because it's helpful and relevant. And the more people continue to use Google, the more opportunities Google has over time to make money from advertisers. All right, so give us your next recommendation uh, that you would tell business owners. Next recommendation, honestly, I'm going to take a little bit outside of just the advertising and marketing world, but just comes down to how you run your business. Because one of the biggest things, your key differentiators I see in our clients and who is successful and who is not successful is what happens to the people who are reaching out after getting to our client's website or calling them from our campaigns. And we can get you, you know, the best people in the world reaching out, but if a business doesn't have the right processes and systems in place to quickly take those calls, to do so in a professional way, to have good salespeople, have good follow-up processes, and actually close deals, then they're just they're not going to be successful. And there's nothing that any consultant out there, agency can do to fix that. And so I would encourage every small business, especially small businesses, because often, you know, small business owner, they're wearing a ton of different hats. They're probably out doing the landscaping or doing the carpentry or whatever, as well as trying to take the phone calls that come in and respond to the emails. And to really have a successful business, scale it, grow it, make it sustainable, you've got to put those processes and systems in place to handle the, um, the sales, the customers, the clients that are coming into you. Yeah, I, 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 I listen. I, I, I say this in a lot, a lot of my podcasts. You're not going to grow. The, the purpose of this podcast is to help people get over ten million dollars in size. You, you're not going to get over five million dollars in size if you haven't figured out marketing. You're just not going to do it. And so, understanding what people are typing into to get to you, how are they finding you? That's a huge part of running a business. And Google does a really nice job of telling you that. I mean, it tells you exactly the term that they typed in to come to you. And once you learn that information, you can capitalize on it, correct? Absolutely. And you can even start finding new problems that you didn't even realize existed that you can solve or different ways that people search for you that you can then factor into your messaging, your offers, how you talk to customers when you see, yeah. oh, they're, they're typing in this type of thing. To me, as a, you know, being in the industry, well, that's second nature. Of course, people would know the answer to this, but no, they don't. They're asking this question. So how can I educate them and therefore be the trusted solution to them when they ask this question, which will then acquire that business long-term? Yeah. And listen, I, the nice thing about Google is it's a 360 degree feedback. So versus somebody calling in and how many times do you forget to ask, how did you find us? And then when you even you do answer, how many I ask, and then the, 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 the a lot of times the answer is, oh, I don't remember how I f found you guys, or you know, some friend recommended me to you, or uh, oh, I went to Google and I typed in some keywords. How many times do you say, what was the keywords you typed in, and and how many times do you really get a good answer for that, right? Yes, because they might do what you know, they might type, they might have typed in five, six, seven keywords, but they're only telling you, oh, business line of credit. When re exactly. really they typed in fast and easy, unsecured business line of credit. And if you know that, you're like, oh, wow, that's a good, 
you know. So good. So what else would you recommend to small business owners? Yeah, in terms of other recommendations to small business owners, I would say um, YouTube is a very interesting opportunity right now mm. for those small business owners who can make at least semi-decent semi videos. It's not for everybody, um, but you can get a lot of cheap and very relevant traffic on YouTube. Like you mentioned, second biggest search engine and obviously a place where people spend a ton of time. And Google also, because they own YouTube, they love video. They love pushing video. If you as a company have video on your website or your linked YouTube channel, that's a great signal to Google to like your company, your website more. And video is just incredibly powerful as a conversion rate tool. If someone is, is looking, you know, searching, let's say, let's take an example. Let's say they're searching in their local area for information about, um, about a landscaper. They're trying to find a landscaper. Maybe they're saying, I like them to do DIY, you know, zero scape my place. You know, what are different options here? If you are able to have relevant information to help them out and you keep having your brand name be a part of that and even pushing people to your website and say, hey, you know, download this, this guide, 10 guys to zero escaping your lawn, for example. The more that you put that content out there, create relationships, be viewed as a trustworthy, credible source, the more likely that some of those people are then going to say, you know, hey, this is too much work. I don't want to zero escape my lawn. I'm going to hire the expert. Well, they've been reading your info. They've been watching your videos. You are the expert and you're where they're going to come out to. Um, so I would say that, you know, investing in some decent video for YouTube, for your own website, for Facebook, for TikTok is something that can have a, a massive ROI. Now, does, does TikTok have the same type of pay-per-click model that YouTube does? Same thing, same interface, all that other stuff? They have a similar, similar model, similar interface. Um, they're definitely still building out exactly what advertising looks like on TikTok because it's obviously much newer than YouTube. YouTube's had a long time to figure it out and kind of plus TikTok's a Chinese things. company. Everybody should know plus this, you know? they're a Chinese company, so you've right. got all sorts of interesting uh, other nuances and factors in there. But yeah, TikTok they have a, you know, a similar similar capability right now. Very good targeting capabilities for reaching an audience and everybody's on there right now. So yeah. a massive audience. How, how is, uh, how is being an SEO company? How long you've been around now, John? Close to a decade. Okay. So how has the business, how, how has your business changed? A big part of it is, well, I say we're less button pushers these days and even more strategic advisors. Because as Google has automated so many things when it comes to choosing keywords or bidding strategies or various different parts of the marketing platform, there are fewer you know, buttons for us to push and Excel spreadsheets where we have to look, oh, this keyword is 10% better than that keyword, that kind of thing. The system does a lot of that for us. There's still aspects of that, but the system does a lot of that for us. What the system doesn't do and really can never do is, is thinking big picture strategically, who is our audience? What are they asking? What are the offers that we can give? What are the creative ways we can stand out from our competition? And so those are the types of questions and strategic thinking that agencies, consultants can really come in and provide and help businesses to scale to that 10 million mark and beyond. Um, that's a, a big way I think things have changed over time. Stuff. All right. Well, listen, good conversation. I think a lot of great advice from John to, to all of us who are trying to understand this PPC marketplace. It's kind of all the time we, we have today, but I'd like to thank so very much John Horn from Stub Group for coming on to today's podcast. 
If you like today's podcast, please feel free to share it with a friend and also subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. Um, also, please give us a review if you liked today's podcast or the future ones. Those five-star ratings really help us get the word out. Um, the Entrepreneur MBA podcast has become extremely popular. I'm really proud of it. If you're looking for a business line of credit or looking to learn more about us, please go to fscreditline.com. That's FS as in Financing Solutions, creditline.com. Or you can give us a call at 862-207-4118. John, if anyone th- wants to get a hold of you, how would they go about doing that? Best way would go to our website, stubgroup.com. And uh, all of our forms of contact are on there, including a, a free advertising evaluation. And we'll do for anybody who's currently running ads or wants to get into it and wants to see what the opportunities are for, for help from an expert like Stubgroup. Yep. Good stuff, John. Thanks for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, Stephen. So as a as a just a, a wrap up at the end, I, I just this is what I would recommend since I've been involved with PPC that I've had you know small businesses that turned into big businesses, but um, I would this is what I would recommend: bring John on, bring his firm on, and I don't know John, but you know he's a good guy. Seems like a good guy to me. Bring on a PPC person to help you, um, and then pay a lot of attention to what they're doing at some point uh you may find you want to do it yourself but uh, my opinion is you'll waste more money trying to do it yourself if you do go the route of doing it yourself start out with a really really small budget fool around with it and but to me john if he's doing his work which i'm sure he will be he's going to make it pay for your itself if he doesn't, he knows. He'll say, "Is this isn't the right fit for us. And uh, you guys will kind of move on. But that's my recommendation for all the business owners that's out there. It's an important marketplace. You got to have good marketing. It's a great avenue for it. You'd be able to control it. And if depending on your space or where you are, you might find you're the only one doing it. And that is powerful. So other than that, everybody have a great day. Get out. The weather's beautiful. It's the summer right now. And I don't care if it's summer, winter, whatever. You got to take good care of yourself and get out as a business owner. It's one of the most important things I always am a proponent of. So get out there. Enjoy yourself. Take good care of your family and your business will always keep going. Have a good day, everybody.